0: the activities that he's doing in Israel, and he took time from his life to come here and participate for the Chazak organization that we all know what they do. I wanna give a bracha to all the Shochim of Chazak here in Queens, and I wanna sing a song. The Bezal will open your heart and your pocket to be part of this beautiful organization. So you can sing with me, or just meditate with me because we all need, we all need the brachot of the Barab, the rabbi here, and we're all need to support this beautiful cause. And I'm going to sing together with you, just participate and meditate with us. Oh. Kabel rinat Am chasak <laughs> l'anum <laughs> T'ar'enum T'ar'enum n'o'ah Anna, mekho'ah Gdolat <laughs> yeh m'chah T'tertze Kabel rinat אמחא שגנו תרנו נור נגיבו דשיך חותח כי בבחום בךם תר רחמת צדקת תמיד כולם. חסין קדוש חסין קדוש ברוב תובך בילדתך יחיד גאה למך פנה זוכר בדושתך שבתנו קבל ושמצה We'll give back to whoever is giving to Chazak Organization, Yisshakah, for the rabbis. Thank you, Rabbi Shalom and thank you all for being here tonight. Thank you. <laughs> Open up the phone. And the video was uh,
1: basically a random of the kitchen all the food in the kitchen. So my son sees this and says, Abba, you know, I want to become a rabbi. You guys you guys have so much fun every single night.
0: <laughs>
1: so, you know, so if he does become a rabbi, I won't, I won't take the yeshiva you know, um, But the truth is, you know, with all the beautiful food that we have here, the beautiful setup, we're here for a very serious uh, uh, occasion of diet." You know, when we told the rabbi about this occasion and what's going on over here, he said, there's no way we're going to miss it. I don't have to tell anyone over here what's happening in our community. Baruch Hashem. There's so many good things happening, so much growth. So much Torah. But at the same time, you know, just look at what's going on in the streets. We know about all the suffering. We see all the, the assimilation that's going on in our community, the drugs that taking place, the crime amongst our youth. These are things that are really unheard of, you're coming from a community of of respect, of kavod, of self-worth and I don't know if there's any family that's not being affected by this every family has someone first cousin, second cousin, third cousin, that's being affected by this tremendous pandemic of, of losing their Jewish identity so, B'ok Hashem, you're trying for years with the Chazak organization you know, it's not just the rabbis, it's not just the board members, it's every single community member that's involved uh, we, we give your Balaia, we really do give day and night for this cause. And as you see in the flyers in front of you, you know, we're talking about in 12 months, 12 months we were able to touch 1,192 different public school students. You know what that is? It's close to 1,200 different students. Some students showed up to 200 sessions, some came to 150, some came to uh, 110, some came to only 20, but the point is we touched so many lives. Now everyone that walks through the door, Rabbi Isaiah is our right-hand man. He can tell you how much food we order for them. He can tell you the trips that we do for them. He can tell you the Shabbatons that we try to put together for them. How much money is invested for these children, Rabotai? And we're going to talk about this a little bit more after the Rabbi speaks. Uh, I don't want to talk too much. I want to give the Rabbi the opportunity to speak. But Rabotai, it's a, it's, it's a situation where if you're not going to take it, even if you don't fix the problem in the next two, three, four years, it's not getting any better. So, we're going to the Hashem to get inspired by the, by the Rabbi and then we're going to give about 3-4 minutes about what we're trying to do then everyone will have a chance to get a barakah as well from the Rabbi as well. So we're going to pass over the mic, I love or is Okay, Rabbi Yoshev? Yeah, bring, bring it to the Rabbi if you want me. Yeah, the Rabbi
0: was. हेलो
2: yeah. तो mm-hmm.
3: Good evening, I'm happy to merit to be here tonight to this important evening. evening. Now and early, the Book of Bereshis, of Genesis. In the Book of Bereshis, in the Book of Genesis, we have the foundations of all the emunah, of all faith. Avraham Avinu, he is called the head
2: of all believers.
3: Avraham Avinu merited for something that no other tzaddik, no other righteous man in the world merited.
2: Avraham Avinu discovered the faith
3: and he worshipped Hashem, blessed be his name, without any
2: commandments.
3: And since Abraham Avin worshipped Hashem without being commanded to do so, he reached the highest level in the world and he is called Abraham who loves me because when a person does something because he's commanded to do it he can reach a level of doing it out of love but it's not done perfectly out of love <laughs> because the main reason that he's doing what he's doing is because he was commanded to do so but Avraham Avinu did everything on his own, he worshipped Hashem, blessed be his name, day and night without ever being commanded to
2: do so. And he
3: went and he taught, and all the guests that he hosted in his house
2: were for the only sole reason of teaching them faith.
3: When you receive a favour from someone, already you surrender to him in a certain way.
2: You listen to him. him.
3: And that's why Avram Avinu hosted guests in his house in order to bring people closer to a moon and to
2: Hashem. In our week's pasha Hashem
3: took out the sun in its full force in order to help Avraham Avinu, who went through circumcision, and to allow him to rest. And the question is: So how could Avraham Avinu stand himself? at the entrance of his of his tent in such
2: intense heat a home
3: the answer is that the heat the fire that burnt within avram avinu to do mitzvahs, protected him from the intense heat
2: of the sun. <laughs>
3: There were no people outside due to that intense heat. But Hashem saw Avraham Avinu's desire to have guests, so Hashem sent him angels. It is known that Abraham Avinu was speaking to Hashem, blessed be his name, but he saw guests, he left Hashem, and he
2: ran towards the guests. This shows
3: us an example, that even though Avraham Avinu thought the angels were Arabs, he knew that it was more important to Hashem to bring more people closer to faith than it is to speak to Hashem. He just now was circumcised, (laughs) and he ran towards the angels.
2: He himself. If you the One cannot understand
3: the great love that Avraham Avinu had for the Creator himself.
2: He uh,
3: or he is the only one who is called Abraham or Havi. Abraham, who loves me. I, <laughs> I myself was far away, completely far away from Judaism, from Yiddishkeit. I absolutely knew nothing. <laughs> I
2: absolutely
3: knew nothing I was so far away and I merited on my own to discover
2: a faith. aiti baaba khobas but has tagol aiti mafani zuri ta pam in the army i was
3: a parachuted medic we used to evacuate people that were wounded very badly and once every so often we used to go to the abu kabir institute that's where, that's the forensic institute of the state of israel where we used to do autopsies on people there who were dead <laughs>
2: I'm
3: embarrassed to say this. We didn't know that you're not allowed to do autopsies, but for us, going to the Abu Kabir Institute was a happy day. Shlomo like King Solomon writes that it is better to go to the house of mourning than to the house where there is great rejoice. Why? Because when you go to the house of mourning, then you repent, you do tshuva. What do you see in the house of mourning? Nothing. You see food, you see blessings. (laughs) We used to see dead people, literally dead people. (laughs) And even so, we did not do tshuva, we didn't repent. (laughs) <laughs> Certainly, Shlomo <laughs> Lord knows what he wrote down. I, myself, learned that verse on my flesh. I was learning in university, and I got a telegram to come to the funerals of my friends. A helicopter fell. And friends of mine
2: died. There was a concentrated
3: day with several funerals on that day. When I came back at night from all the funerals,
2: to the
3: dorms of the university where I was living, I was alone in my room,
2: I sat and thought,
3: what happened today
2: my hey, friends died what is death
3: I started thinking that I, myself, will die one time, one day. I wasn't afraid of death.
2: It's
3: a reality. The time will come when I will die. That is the thought that made me do trouble. Why? Because I understood, what am I doing in this world? What? To live for what? What's the purpose of living? (laughs) I thought about myself. Okay, I'll learn and I'll become a professor.
2: I'll
3: get the diploma
2: yeah and he'll die
3: he worked and toiled for years and years and for what everything is going to remain here
2: this So what,
3: we're going to live to gain money, to make money? A person will gain and work for money, he dies, all the money remains (laughs)
2: here.
0: That's
3: what I was thinking more and more. And I thought to myself, what's the purpose of living? For
2: what? I had a thought that was not so nice.
3: I thought to myself, maybe there's a creator to this
2: world. And if there is, I'll talk to him. That's
3: how I discovered the Imuna, my faith alone, completely alone. I merited to write nearly 20 books about himuna
2: These books are books that go all through the world.
3: I sit and receive people, and today non Jewish people came to me, and it happens all the time to my house in Jerusalem, wherever I go, even non Jewish people come to me. Yesterday I spoke to a woman and she tells me that she learned the book in the Garden of Emona. She started believing in Hashem, stopped going to church,
2: (laughs) and she started doing
3: it on a daily basis.
2: Why am I telling this to you?
3: Every day for many many years I deal with bringing those who are
2: far closer Many
3: times parents come to me, crying in tears. My son, my daughter, is going with a non-Jewish person. And I investigate to see what happened.
2: <laughs>
3: ah they learnt in a school with non-jewish people
2: <laughs>
3: he sat next to his non-jewish girlfriend <laughs>
2: all the years <laughs> And he doesn't understand. What's wrong
3: with her? So what if she's not
2: Jewish?
3: I myself had non-Jewish
2: friends.
3: I used to say, what's the difference between a Jewish person and a non-Jewish
2: person? I was completely far away.
3: my father used to cry
2: in tears. My mother too
3: cried for me in tears. We are now in very, very, very difficult times. A million times very difficult. Hi my phone is the phone of the old people. <laughs> it has And has nothing in it.
2: Okay, Hello and goodbye. <laughs> You know what goes on around. Them.
3: How can someone cope with having free technology and stay
2: normal?
3: And it's only getting worse and worse. But, but,
2: Yeshiva students, they're guarded. <laughs> <laughs>
3: In all the yeshivas, why are they got it? Because they're not exposed to all this darkness.
2: <laughs> you need to know. Those of you who are
3: partners to this holy organization, as
2: Oseh Mamati, Mamati she asam Oseh Davar, shlo me tzuri, iserig ne ne ya kol asotad zeh,
3: b'dar What did I say? I told you that when you do something. That you're not commanded to do, you can reach the level of doing it out of pure
2: love.
3: So, those of you who are partners with this organization, that is truly out of love. Every child that this organization saves, that's your merit. It's yours.
2: Adam, if shall Adam, Mal Yizoch Ozachah, Ma Mash Ifshal. Achim, I say, go? Via no, no, zuchoyot kaneh, litzod asuchoyot one
3: can't imagine for many merits you can gain and have by joining the Chazak organization Hazak. a person will pass away after 120 years he'll come to job. And they'll show him infinite merits that he did. He'll say, excuse me, I didn't do all this. They'll say to him, yes, you did. You were partner with the Chazak, who saved children, who did more and more and more mitzvahs. All of this, that's all yours. I came here solely for his name, in order to bring people closer to Hashem. I have yeshivas in Eretz <laughs> I have coilers. I have
1: schools. <laughs>
3: There are so many things that I do, and I came here only to spread emuna. I didn't come here to collect money.
2: That's why I'm happy to come here
3: this evening and to help the Chazak organization to save the children of
2: Amisro. <laughs> I'll be happy to bless every
3: single one of you who wants to be partners of the Chazak organization. I'll also be happy if at the continuation of the evening, if there's time to give you more Devray Torah. But the most important thing is that I'd like to save as many children of Am as possible. You're having an opportunity to do something that you're not obligated to. do. Only because you love Hashem, blessed be His name.
2: Smile. I forgot to tell you a joke. (laughs) What are you not allowed
3: to say in an antique
2: store? What's you? I think as uh s I as the uh I
3: We are now going to have a donation for the Chazak organization, and I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to pray for you from all my heart. Whatever you want to merit, to be blessed by, you will merit it. Because Hashem, blessed be his name,
2: leads the world measure to measure.
3: Certainly. Any man here, any woman who is helping to save the children of Am royal, Hashem will do whatever He wants. <laughs> so, I'm going to say to you, <laughs> be
2: strong. <laughs> Think, these Jews, from Ergun
3: Chazak, they work and toil day and night for what? For money? No money in the world is going to move them or shift them from their holy cause. What's motivating them is only the love of Hashem.
2: And loving Am Yisrael,
3: and we are obligated to do whatever we can to bring the Geulah, the redemption,
2: closer. Hatoma, my old mood, may she be a bad eye, bach, yea, haimalano, be a coma, shana, mo, mad adadi, a malay, gamma, shim, mala, haimalano, that's This action is a very, very
3: important in the eyes of a And certainly, just like we are saving the children of Am Hashem will have mercy on us and save us and Am Smile.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you.
1: I <coughs> tremendous another round of applause for Abutai, a- <clears throat> there's not much to add after what the rabbi said but I want to share with you a quick story that I experienced a number of months ago that's very similar to what Rabbi have experienced with his friends passing away you know have a when someone loses a loved one a good friend a partner at a young age it's a big wake-up call I was invited to speak by a group of young guys, ages 25 to 40 maybe, young, very wealthy kids, young guys, very, very wealthy, to speak in memory of their friend that passed away. Their friend was 32 years old, wasn't feeling well, went to the doctor, series of tests, eventually told him he has four to five weeks to live, Hashem Yishno, a married man made a lot of money. And, Hashem Yilachem, like the doctors had said, his last days were coming. And he wrote a letter to that Khuta, a friend of his, speaking about his experiences in life and how everything just went down the drain in a moment. In a moment. And then he passed away. So I was invited to speak at his yurt site, number six or seven. It was this past year. They actually did his yurt site in a rooftop in Manhattan, not the typical one they do in Greece, right? In the restaurant. It was 15, 16 guys. All them young kids, you can see, Baruch Hashem, made a lot of money. And they were doing a shiu in his memory. I was one of the speakers there. Rabbi before I spoke, one of the friends got up there and read the letter that he wrote to them, before he passed away. And the one line I took out of it was as follows. He said, do not wait to give charity when you die. Please give charity when you are alive and well. When he was on his deathbed, he handed out millions of dollars to charity, Bokashem. He was telling his friends, don't wait till that moment. Okay, so I gave it to you, appreciating life, appreciating everything you have. That was the topic they asked me to speak. And then I saw something which I never saw before. I told this to Shalom Zekiev earlier this week. And I told a few guys you guys in my minyan also, when this first happened. The head of the group took pieces of paper, and he wrote on each paper... A different thing: luxury watch, put it into a box. Luxury car, put it into a box. Vacations from 2021, put it into a box. They put it about five, six, seven, eight different titles, put it into a box, and each one had to choose one paper. Now, let's just say you chose, and it came out luxury watch. You had 30 days to give to charity the value of your luxury watch either give yourself or collect the money. If you chose luxury car, you have to give 30 days. And Rabotai, they do this every single year for the past seven or eight years since he passed away. And the message, the guy that was running the show with him said, he said, I don't want to go up to Shamaim after 120 years and Hashem would tell me, you know, your watch was worth more than the charity you gave over the past five, six years of your life. To go up to Shamaim and they're going to tell me that my car was worth more than the charity I gave my whole life? Or the vacations I had that year, I had $36,000 worth of vacations, but I gave $10,000 to charity, since I would be embarrassed to stand before Borei Olam. And I'll put that question we have to ask ourselves. You know, we have in our community close to 10,000 kids in public schools. You know, we have a very Danny day. Please stand up. I know you're a shy guy right in the middle. You know, he runs a program for children. Last year at this time, give me a round of applause. Last year at this time, when you were sitting in your house, Shalom, we had Rabbi Yosef's son over here. We had, I believe, six or seven locations. Here we are one year later, we're up to 16 locations, including in Arizona, we're already not, we're out of New York, Bo You know, when it came to teenagers, Rabbi Walken, Rabbi Moshe, Rabbi is the people that, that fight for the teenagers, you know, we reached 522 different teenagers this year. We took 18 boys to Israel. We have seven girls right now, as we speak, learning in Israel full time in seminary, Bo there's a lot going on in the organization, of Abutai. The budget keeps going bigger and getting bigger and getting bigger. So we really ask everyone to please get involved. You know, Bok Hashem, Shalom knows, I've had a lot of negotiations with outsiders in the community to get matches tonight. So Bok Hashem, we're able to get, for every $200,000 we collect, we're going to get $150,000 in matches. That means we reach $200,000, we get another one fifty. dollars Another $200,000, we get another one fifty. dollars Another $250,000, another $150,000. So Abutai, it's a great opportunity to please whatever you could do ma'asel deductible, looking into your tax uh, deductibles for this year. It's a great opportunity. We ask all of you to please get involved. And B'sh, whatever we collect tonight, we'll be using for our charity campaign coming up in a couple of weeks. We're going to have the Rabbi also, anyone that can give $12,000 or more for the year, you can pay it out over a year's time. We're going to have the Rabbi write uh, a special shtam and sign his name for everyone, B'sh. He'll write his name, he'll write his annual name, can keep this in your house. It'll be a tremendous achul for you and your family to have it. With the Bacha from the Rabbi, not just in verbal, but also a Bacha of sound. Shalom, yes. Yes. So, Rabbu Taib is not a shame. We're going to start right now. We're going to have the to touch cards going around.